Welcome to the Tall Poppies podcast. To find out more about our guests or the content of the program, including information about the musical excerpts, visit our website at tall-poppies.com. Brendan O'Shea here, welcoming you to the short edition of the Tall Poppies podcast, where we meet the Sydney-born Cat Frankie. It was the record collection of her mum, which was dominated with music of Simon and Garfunkel, the band Bread and Carly Simon, that influenced musician and composer Cat Frankie as a child. Cat grew up in Sydney and taught herself to play the guitar. After finishing school, pursued studies in design at the College of Fine Arts at the University of New South Wales. But then, in 2002, Cat made her first public appearance as a singer-songwriter, and it was in Sydney, and in December 2003, she released her first CD, which was called Outside. Well, Kat, first of all, thanks very much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Brendan. You actually didn't study music and haven't been damaged by musical studies in many ways. <laughs> you studied design mm-hmm. and you worked, all, first of all, as a designer in uh, mm-hmm. Sydney. Mm-hmm. You started to write songs when you were very young. You know, Your mum apparently had collections of Carly Simon and uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Actually, cool. lovely Record stuff, connection. actually. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty wordy stuff, too, for a small yeah. person. Yeah. yeah, strangely enough, my yeah, my mum was into really cool music and she was really into, the, yeah, like Kate Bush and stuff like that. I guess I got lucky there. I started in design. I like making things. And for me, music isn't that different really Mm. I didn't think of music as a career I mean I love singing I sang every day I made up songs in my bedroom every day and recorded things I just thought music was something for that other special people did and you know for me it's better to study and have a career and get a job and do that kind of stuff indeed you did but the force of course was there and you had to continue and you started to actually perform and and get Mm. to know things in Sydney so Mm. Uh, what, what was it like in the early days in Sydney then when you first started out? Was it a tough one to, to break into? I mean, you know, muse, muso sets are, yeah. uh, are rather unique, aren't they, in that way? Firstly, I was never really a part of the music community in Sydney. So when I was at university studying design, I had uh, some friends who were starting to be DJs and music producers and musicians. And I remember a friend of mine one day, she had a gig in a local pub with her boyfriend at the time that uh, she invited everyone to. And I was like, I was like, how, how, how do you get a gig? And she was like, well, um, you have to record a demo. 
And I was like, well, what's a demo? And she was like, well, you know, you have to record a sample of your songs and then send it to a booker. And I was like, but how do you get in contact with the booker? And at the time, there was like uh, the drum media, like uh, newspaper, and in the bottom corner of all of the advertisements for gigs was always uh, like a P.O. box or address for the booker of the venue. So a long time before uh, MySpace links and SoundCloud. But so I did that. I had another friend of mine who was at, studying with me who wanted to be a rapper and so he was recording rap at home and so I went into his bedroom and recorded five songs on his on his computer and burned a couple CDs sent five off and the next week got three phone calls Wow! so it kind of was just for me it was just ignorance that kind of prevented me from doing it I just had no idea and I had this whole other career trajectory planned Mm. so so that was just sort of when it started and then slowly just sort of doing shows and learning what that was about, but still still working um, for the architecture company after school with songwriting. leave Sydney and the suburbs of Sydney and your move to Berlin. Mm-hmm. You initially came just for a year and that's 12 years ago. I mean, when I first came to Berlin, I was kind of terrified. Like it was a different culture, different language, different way of doing things. And that created a lot of tension that I sort of had to figure out how to deal with and also how to express. So you get a lot of, you know, you get a fair bit of material out of that as well. Just that process of adaptation, maybe. Mm. And I think probably over time being also being immersed in in an environment where, I mean, in this town, they're very, very supportive of their artists as opposed to in Sydney, just becoming a bit more flexible and also being in an environment where it's okay to be an artist. Like I I think, you know, in Sydney, there's a lot of like, well, when will you get a real job? Uh, here there isn't that kind of pressure and here it's you know it's enough to say I want to practice guitar every day and be a really great guitar player I don't necessarily have to have an ambition more than that and sometimes that's tricky because in Berlin there's a lot of people who have who have so much talent and no ambition and that drives me crazy but uh, but in a way like this I think being in this environment where people are supported if not encouraged to pursue their creativity has definitely it's it's made me a a better musician and it's made me really open to a lot of stuff that i that i wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise and i and i wouldn't have paid attention to otherwise Frankie 
If you would like to hear that full episode, then do drop by the Tall Poppies website. You'll find it at tall-poppies.com. You can also send us an email to info at tall-poppies.com. Tall Poppies, the podcast, was produced in Berlin and made possible through the support of the Australian Embassy in Germany. I'm Brendan O'Shea, thanking you for joining me today, and I look forward to having you with me again very soon for another edition of the Tall Poppies podcast. Thank you.